0: Actually, hear the, the intro this time? No. Ah, oh, man. I'm trying to figure out how to make that work. <laughs> uh, it is October 30th, the day before Halloween. I am Ty Warsham, and this is Loose Screws. This is going to be a little bit different episode. Uh, with me, I got my standard issue co pilot, Justin. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going today, buddy?
1: No, good. How are you doing, sir?
0: Man, it's been a week. Uh, I realized I'm old, and. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm 40. I'm, I'll just tell the story real quick. Like I, I, this is gonna be an understanding episode because we're just gonna do a quick little thing, go go over a couple of news items, and I'm gonna tell a story real quick. Cause uh, sit down with old man Ty here, and he'll tell you a story. And I've been playing Call of Duty for quite a while, and when I say quite a while, I mean this goes back to like Medal of Honor days, back when it was old school Medal of Honor, and uh, I think Activision or uh, EA owned them. Before they had to rename it Call of Duty. Before those guys uh, who were in Infinity Ward split off and did their own thing and made a company called Respawn and Titanfall one and two, and now made a, a Star Wars game, which is out on next week or next couple of week on next couple of weeks on Steam. Which is, I don't know if you saw this or not, but EA is back on Steam now. Yep. That's I'd. I, I hell has frozen over man. <laughs> <laughs> um, just it, it kind of shocked me when I heard that. But anyway, um man, I am I, I am getting bad at Twitch Twitch based games and uh it was kind of a shocker when I was playing this brand new Call of Duty, which is great. It's it's the single player aspect of the game is amazing and uh, it's one of the best stories I've ever done. I know it's a little controversial for for folks. Um, which I don't, I don't quite see, I mean, we're killing terrorists and clear bad guys and supporting good people, uh, no matter what color they are, so I'm not real sure how it's, how it's controversial, I think that everybody will agree, terrorists, bad, good people, good, so, um, I'm not sure why it's controversial, but a lot of people don't are, are considering controversial and think that, um, you know, bad things come out of that, but
1: I haven't actually seen anything out of this being controversial, but then again, I'm not like on the Reddit or anything like that, and I haven't been paying attention to the news about it. Uh, I think more people are excited about the new Joker movie than me, the other Call of Duty game, so.
0: Well, that's good, so leave, leave, leave my damn Call <laughs> of Duty alone, man. Shit's good. <laughs> um, so I know you've been kind of playing the the Blight in the uh, game. Uh, you want to talk about that real quick?
1: Um, well, I mean, I did slack off this week, I didn't, like, I I tried to deliver some stuff today, but apparently it just ended, so I didn't get any credit for it, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Blade is apparently a new thing in the BGS, which is, uh, I think kind of cool, um, I mean, as far as it goes, like, yeah, it sucks, I didn't get to be a part of it, because, uh, I've had kind of a hectic week where I just haven't played as much, so... How it goes, and uh, I mean, it sucks. I didn't get the decal, which I never want to put the decal on my ship, but I missed out on a free decal. Yeah,
0: like as we're recording this, um, FDev updated the uh, Interstellar Initiative, the Scourge. Like this was updated like I think like twenty minutes ago or something, where they talk about the conclusion. Um, uh. Despite the the community, the blight pathogen proved far too resilient to quarantine and eradicate completely. Food stocks across the galaxy are now at risk of carrying the dormant pathog- pathogen, which, if introduced to healthy crops or food reserves, has the potential to activate and erupt into blight. Blight is, a new <sighs> ba- blight is a new background simulation state and has a huge economic impact on the faction affected in that star system. It can be counteracted by delivering agronomic treatment. Produced in high-tech economies to affected systems. If left untreated, it can quickly wipe out food reserves. And with no further food stocks available, the pathogen dies out. And the faction will instead experience a full-blown famine state.
1: Ooh. And
0: this is, so this is a whole new background simulation state that apparently they just... It seems like they've very smallly or quickly patched in in a small little patch. And I'm just going to say it real quick. This kind of goes back to my theory that they can do things to the BGS. Or it seems like they can do things to the BGS and in, in a fairly un-gameplay affecting state until it's actually in there. So, like, they don't take down servers and stuff to do it. Um, and all I could think of is, is like... And maybe maybe they patch this in and they just are now turning it on. I don't know, but all I could think of is when I read this was just like, why don't they have do more of this? Like why don't they patch in like little, uh, I don't know what to call it, like like little states of, I don't know, Thargoid invasion. And I know they have some of that already, but I don't know. I I.
1: It, I, I think we're kind of in the same boat on that because like. I don't know. It's interesting that the fact that now blight can affect anything. Yeah. And, uh, for me, it's just one of those things where it's like, I look at it and it's just like, okay, so if it was that easy to patch this in and get it working and blah, blah, blah. Like, um, I mean, why hasn't there been more of this and why haven't you done it before?
0: Or for that matter, why don't we
1: see some more
0: varied states? You know, um, and I, I know there are people who play the BGS and they do a bunch of different things. So that would disrupt them a little bit. And this is probably going to disrupt them. And but you know, I, I think about those like those in-game factions where they actually have, you know, a system and some stations and stuff that they have to do. The, they have to play the BGS every week in order to keep their system and their stations and whatnot. And when I think about that, you know, they, they're, they're putting this blight uh, simulation stadium, you know, that could be that, you know, this, this, earlier in one of our episodes, we talked about a small change that FDF can make that would have big effects. Maybe this is a small change that we just haven't seen the big effect yet.
1: I I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, it's also one of those things too, though, where it's just like, okay, so, like with the interstellar initiative and the community goals involved with the current interstellar initi- initiative why were we only able to fight for one faction of the two factions that were at war? Like, why couldn't we choose to fight for the Scythe of Panem and the onion head thing? Cause that's something I've seen a lot on Reddit where it's just like, okay, why, why are we not a lot of choice in this? Why do we have to fight for one of them?
0: Well, they're the like, bad guys. That's why.
1: I mean, <laughs> so the Federation says. <laughs> I mean, they're just making Onion Head, which, you know, people used to get high. So, I mean, if they're getting high and not doing anything, what does it matter? Because the Federation doesn't want to
0: ma- mass <laughs> manufacture Narcan for all the Onion Heads.
1: I mean that's just the big posts I've seen like all week since it happened it's just like people being like why can't I choose to fight for onion heads or like they're they're part of the community goal but they take missions to where they fight against the uh they, they fight for the Scythe of Panem and against the Federation Alliance whatever it was and uh yeah I feel like this is something to where it's just like you know you guys kind of railroaded things whereas like and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but there's no reward if you fight for the opposing side to the Interstellar Initiative. And yeah, that's—I want to say that's not good because you don't give your players choice, which is something that has always kind of flowed through this. So I'm—I'm—I'm going to
0: take the exact opposite because one of the things that I kind of liked about this was that, was that there was a clear bad guy, and. You know, let's 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 say what this. I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty all week, so I'll just I'll just say what this was: them affecting this, uh, uh, uh putting putting the blight pathogen into the uh, food stocks, or the, the fertilizer. That is an act of terrorism.
1: Oh, I mean, I agree with you hundred percent because uh, if somebody poisons food stocks for anybody. Period, you're taking food away from people that might need it.
0: Right. So so and we can all agree, terrorism bad. Feeding people good. So in that aspect Man, let's bring in Captain Price. Let's go take down
1: the south panel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just go ahead and say it, man. I like food. You like food. We all like food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm doing the shaggy voice because uh, it is the day before Halloween. So we might get a little bit spooky on this episode. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we are now. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I really like this. Like, I hope that this is a sign of them doing more things like this. And part of me is just kind of like, man, have we, I, I don't think we've seen the last of the Scythopanem. Like, I hope we haven't. Like. Maybe that's the next step, maybe that's the next intercell initiative where we can play the other side where we can join up on the South of Panem. Their people have been you know disgraced, their forces have been destroyed join the South of Panama and help us take back you know whatever you know we'll uh we'll we'll start creating a bunch of of you know people who want to go get high with onion head and stuff you know maybe that's yeah. the next side.
1: You know what, Ty? I agree with you on this. Like, um... I think we do need more options as far as that goes, and I also think that uh, like, it... it, Like, it's just like, okay, the next interstellar Initiative. Like, you can either join the Scythe of Initiative, or Scythe of Panem, or you can go against it and, uh... You know, spread the cure and all that. Like, I don't think the Blight State is the way to go, to be honest with you. I don't think we should take away food from it. But it's just like Onion Head should be back out there. And there should be something to where it's just like stop people from spreading it or spread it. Just, you know, go with that route.
0: Yeah. I'm. Um, I think it's kind of cool. I, I want them to do more like this. I like it. I like it a lot. I want mm-hmm. them to do more, more. More, more, more. Keep doing it. Because this is one of the few factions actually are interstellar this is one of the few community goals i participated in in quite a while um i used to do them really often but i, I got burnt out on them because it kind of just became the same stuff over go kill these things go deliver these things and i don't know how you make it more varied than that but man the next initiative could be like a like a secret message gets to you to uh you know you can you can Join the fight, join join up against, or join with the 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 South Panem. You can, you know, choose to go join the terrorists and and uh, take back uh, your homeland, or or take back your onion head. Well, I guess they got eradicated, so I guess they really couldn't take back the onion head crops. But I don't know. They they could, they could create a a intercell initiative around. Bringing the South of Panom back in some form or fashion, or maybe making them like a legitimate corporation inside the Federation that now all of a sudden they kind of have to support, you know?
1: Um, well, I mean, who's to say some of those Plancy's didn't survive?
0: Yeah. Well, they actually, I mean, it says right. Well, oh, you meant the onion headed Plancy. I got you. Yep. Yep. I got you. <laughs> I don't know. The way, that, the way that they put that, it was like eradicated from orbit. Like they. Like, orbit bombed them, and like, I can't remember what the thing was, but that happened in the very first I'm, year of the game,
1: so. I'm still gonna put eradicated in uh, quotation marks because, uh, have we ever truly eradicated anything?
0: I don't know, maybe polio. <laughs> no, we're getting polio cases again, so never mind. That's a
1: different thing. Yeah, okay, but that's because people aren't getting vaccinated, so, bada bing, bada not get vaccinated, people. I don't go down that path. We're gonna piss off the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> no, no, no. We can piss off the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I'll stand against that. If you're anti-vaxxer, don't listen to it. Go Bye-bye. read some science. <laughs> <laughs> Vaccines save lives.
0: Real science, not no bullshit guy who decided to make up some stuff or some thank oil you. voodoo horseshit.
1: Go read some real thank science. You. Ty, thank you for siding with me on that. And just, like, yeah, like fuck, fuck anti-vaxxers.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it. I, I'm
1: no, you don't. You love to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down on that. Get vaccinated, people.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I, I anyway, I don't want to. I don't take a hard stance on anything. I, I no, I'll take a hard stance because I, I don't like. I don't like to be like one of those people who don't like it. I I, I think we're at an age of science right now where if you're not uh, vaccinating your children then that should be considered child abuse that should be taken away from you.
1: Thank you, but let's divert from that and let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to moderate this cuz we we got our message I'm, out. I'm let's about to get on my political
0: I'm about to get my political soapbox here so.
1: Yeah, we need, we need to keep it short and yeah, sweet this week yeah, because yeah, all right, uh, we have all right. Halloween tomorrow, people.
0: Yeah. So, so sorry
1: for kind of like railing you in. I know it's a rare occasion, but here we go. Yeah.
0: So anyway, uh, Blight stuff's good. Um, Well, it's not good, but uh, New Faction State's good. Um, I kind of hope that this means that we'll see more of that all over the place. That uh, this might be something... You know, I'm going to go back to this, the Blight thing, controlling the Blight. Man, maybe they are kind of ramping up to burn the bubble a little bit. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, the, you know, the pilot mentioned it. He, he, oh, my he, God. Like, do they listen to us? <laughs> oh, man. It'd be so cool if they're like, oh, that's a great hey, idea. Wendy. The pilot's got a great idea. We're going to do it. We're going to burn the bubble. Here's how we speaking do it, guys. Of the
1: pilot, speaking of the pilot, did you watch the Cutter episode? I did. Dude, did you did you hear that he didn't like it as much as he would rather have a Corvette for yeah, combat? I did because <laughs> I, I as soon as I heard that my immediate thought went to you and I was like, <laughs> I bet Ty is fucking. He's got a half Hardy on going right now. I did. I listened.
0: Uh, so the, so the pilot let's just fully introduce the pilot put up a new episode. He he went through the uh, the cutter and um, on the cutter he are there toward the end he flat out said that the vet is better for combat. And,
1: um... I got us in my heart
0: on. want to <laughs> s- say to everybody who's flying a cutter right now who tries to say that it's better for combat, you're wrong. We're right. one you one me, bro. And we'll see you in open. <laughs> <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah, Ty. Take your stance.
1: <laughs>
0: but, um... Anyway, so, uh, also, um, uh, uh, Captain James of, oh, I can't remember his name, Flint, Flint Engineering, uh, the Twitter, not the Twitter, the YouTube, Flint Engineering, released a new video this week. Uh, Captain James Flint, why can't I remember his middle, his first name's James, man? But anyway, uh, Flint Engineering got a new video out. He talks about uh, uh, projectile weapons and stuff in this one. And all the mods that go in that. Um, uh, very good episode that he he did there. I really enjoyed watching it. I always like his videos. He, they're, very, always, uh, they're always informative. They're always well done. All, I like how he gives stats on things that I never even thought about. Or even really... I don't know how to put it. Like... Flintlock Engineering, that's what it is, Flintlock Engineering, Flintlock Engineering, I just actually hit play, uh, you know, Flintlock Engineering, he has a whole series of videos, he just did a, uh, episode 3 is Ordinance, is what it's called, ordnance, and he has a whole thing there about uh, missiles, uh, mines, stuff like that, uh, all the different launchers, it's a great episode, it's about 8 minutes long, he talks about all the different stats of all the different uh modification engineering modifications you can do to ordinance it really made me think about doing a ordinance build until i started thinking about well it's like three destructions and i gotta go back and rearm so
1: we'll see well i just want to mention real quick though that uh he's releasing these bi-weekly we have half had short conversations with him but uh he's very busy irl so he's trying to release these bi-weekly and uh he has stated that uh hopefully he can tend to do it bi-weekly bar. He doesn't get any like interruptions midweek. So yeah, for those of you that are like watching him and have listened to him, like, you know, just, just make sure that like you, you have some patience if he doesn't regularly release, because this dude has a ton of real life stuff going on. Yeah. Now I can't speak of his videos. because so I haven't watched any yet. Um, my bad, but, uh, I'll probably take some time this weekend to watch the videos because, uh, I mean, Ty has told me they're great, and from what I've seen on Reddit and everything like that, like, dude, like, apparently this guy makes super good videos. I've not seen one negative comment about anything he's put out. So,
0: well, like, just to give me an idea. Um, like, I think it was like thirty seconds into this ordinance video, he made he he said something like, "All classes." Uh, of the same type deal the same amount of damage. So if you have a class one uh, mine launcher and you have a class three mine launcher, well, the mines still do the same amount of damage. They don't, they don't get more powerful with the, with the bigger class, which is completely,
1: yeah,
0: it's completely opposite of like multi cannons or phase can or uh, pulse lasers or uh, beam blazers. It's completely opposite of that, which is honestly a little shocking to me. I did not, I did not know that. I was expecting like, well, I want to get a class three missile launcher on this one because I, I, you know, I've never yeah, really but... messed with them too much, but I play with them a little bit. So,
1: yeah, but you've got to think about things like mines, where it's just like, okay, like a flat rate of damage per mine makes sense because if you upgrade it and you put out more of them in one launch versus like if you put out three at level one and ten at level three it makes sense for them to do the same amount of damage
0: well hold just on
1: how many you put out
0: well so so it's the the difference between the class sizes is just the ammunition reserve hmm it's got nothing to do with how many mines you put out per fire or anything it,
1: well just, like it still does though because if you have more ammunition for a bigger class size you can put out more mines
0: so you're talking about like a total amount of damage versus a DPS perspective. Yes. Okay. So yes, you're correct. If you have if you have 100 mines versus 20 mines, your total damage output would be higher. But you're really you're not going to put out 100 mines for one fight. You're going to. This it, is it, also
1: it, assuming you're fighting an opponent that doesn't learn and keeps running into your mines. Right. Well,
0: <laughs> you kind of get the idea there. So.
1: Yeah. 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 It's uh, like mines are I feel like mines are one of those things where it's uh I'm not going to say luck dependent but it's just how quick your opponent learns because uh I'm one of those people where it's just like after one round of mines if my ship is still alive I'm pro- if if my ship is super damaged I'm probably going to turn around and run mm-hmm. whereas like if I hit one round of mines and get blown up it's just like okay he has mines I'm going to evade those mines to continue my attack and how i evade those mines is going to be one of those things where it's just like i like i'll pay attention to how they were released yeah so i'll try to like jump above them or below them and see how that works I like i've never dealt with mines personally so i don't know how they work you know right But I'm thinking if I go up or down, you can kind of, like, go over or under them and be okay. Because it's space. It's not land-based combat. Yet. (laughs) Right. Um, So,
0: another little bit of community news. Will Flanagan, the community manager, um, posted a... um, job alert for at Frontier for they're, they're looking for a community manager uh, so yeah I don't like I, if they weren't in uh Britain I think that I would like to work for them like I feel like they'd be a good company to work for um I know I know I've talked some crap about them I don't agree with some of their decisions of late uh, but I think overall they're a good company I think they're just kind of in that transition phase that companies go through where like you know it, I don't know what the actual numbers are but there's that there's certain points where you get so many employees where you go through this transition phase and things are kind of rough and because uh, you're transitioning to a different size of company and I think that's I think that's just just what they're going through I mean I feel like they're gonna end up I feel like they're gonna end up doing good things in the long run. Um, I just feel like that we're going through some, some rough things right now. So, but out of, out of all the gaming companies out there, they're one of the people I would like to work for, but they're just in Britain. And I don't really want to live in Britain. I hear it gets really cold over there. (laughs) Like often, I know it's cold here in Texas right now and it gets cold, you know, it gets down to like 32 there, but apparently like a warm day for them. Let's just look that up real quick. Cause I'm curious. Let's cause
1: Okay, I'll let you do that, but I'm going to take the reins from here, I guess. Uh, I'll sit here and I'll tell you it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, they're going through a rough time right now, so they kind of need somebody with thick skin because a lot of people are attacking them. And that includes us, but we haven't necessarily attacked them. We're just saying things that we don't like as far as the game goes and what we feel like their game should be doing. But, um... I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like being a community manager, I don't know necessarily if you'd have to live through that, because it seems like a lot of the stuff they take is from online sources, such as Reddit, the, the forums for Frontier, and everything like that. And, uh, I don't know, it feels to me kind of like it's one of those moves where it's just like, okay, we haven't had people that have been able to handle this. And, I don't know, like, Hopefully they they that like it. I I don't I don't know what the circumstances are. I can't speak on behalf of them. Uh, I don't think Ty can either. But it's one of those things where it just feels to me like it's just like I'm not even going to say like somebody that needs thicker skin. It's just with the way things have been going, I feel like community managers are under a lot of duress. So. It's one of those things where it's just like you kind of need to be able to handle the situation and reach out to whatever positivity you can find and publish that instead of listening to the negative. Yeah.
0: So I went and looked it up real quick. And according to weather.com, the temperature year-round varies typically varies between 36 to 72. It is rarely that
1: actually sounds really good to me I'm made of Georgian I'm used to hot but I don't know I want cool man so, uh, like...
0: all, all I can think of is like Man is this heaven? Maybe I need to go there right now
1: <laughs> No right
0: <laughs> I'm completely wrong I want to go to Cambridge I'm <laughs> <laughs> Shit 36 to 72
1: We fucked up <laughs>
0: It is. It is rarely below twenty-seven uh, degrees Fahrenheit. These are all in Fahrenheit, so for you Europeans, uh, you'll have to. Oh,
1: you actually found the thing in Fahrenheit? Yeah, yeah. Dude, hell yes! Well, it's an
0: American, you know, website, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make it dumb for us Americans. So uh, yeah,
1: because you know we're a little one of only like five countries. All, right, all, all, right, all
0: right, it's the right it's the right scale. Everyone else is wrong. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: course of the year. I think year, we're wrong. i will let say that.
0: Over the course of the year, it varies from thirty six to 32, and it is rarely below twenty seven degrees Fahrenheit or above eighty one degrees Fahrenheit. <sighs> now, average rainfall for the year, our daily perci- daily chance of precipitation, is around thirty percent a day. So you can figure that you're, it's going to rain, you know, about thirty percent of the time. I'll
1: uh, wear a poncho.
0: The average monthly rainfall is 1.7 inches, so there's a fair amount of rain.
1: I wear a fucking poncho and carry (laughs) an umbrella. (laughs) Like fuck that. That sounds good as shit. That's a decent trade-off.
0: Oh man, (laughs) during during July it gets up to like 40% humidity. (laughs) Oh good, you can set off fireworks without starting fires. (laughs) Man, Cambridge Unlike sounds wonderful.
1: <laughs> I take all you it all are back. Not dissuading me with rainfall. That just means I can do more blowy-uppy thingies. Oh
0: man, Cambridge sounds wonderful. <laughs> I am completely wrong. I need to. Let's go there, Ty. Let's 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 rethink Become all this co-podcasters shit. co-podcasters on Lave Radio.
1: Let's do it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they like us. I don't know if they like our American asses over there. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I'll throw it. No, 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 gosh. no, no, Mm-mm. I mean, I could throw my Irish accent if you want me to then. Then I could blend in maybe. The best that I can do
0: is like, is like redneck. Like if they, if they need a redneck. I'm on like, you know, you oh, both. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so the only other bit of news we have to talk about is that uh, they're doing an October Halloween sale. For cockpit cosmetics, Um, the way I understand it is not all the cosmetics. I went through and looked at some stuff. I actually own all the stuff already. I didn't see Halloween lights in there, but I don't know if I can see them
1: because I already own them. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Fuck! 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 Yeah. Sorry, I want those Halloween lights, and the fact that you just said that and I didn't look, I'm gonna believe you. I'm about to launch game so uh, I can see this. Yeah, But it's 25% off cockpit yeah. lights and everything else, people. 25% yeah. off. Yeah. Not bad.
0: Yep. Nope, nope, not bad. Got. Um, yeah, I do have a couple of emails to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about them in this episode. Uh, we'll be talking about them in next episode. Next episode, next Thursday when we record, got something special planned. Um, going to be talking with um, another one of our listeners named Justin has something special planned for us
1: how yes. dare you bring another justin to this Jeez, podcast we're
0: gonna we're gonna have to like call you uh, dravenos for that episode or something that's man. fine
1: that's fine actually that's fine. i'd rather be called dravenos because i'm not commander justin i'm commander dravenos <laughs> well,
0: we'll think about that anyway anyway so um we'll be bringing uh uh justin 2.0 on and um uh, or... no 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 fuck you.
1: <laughs> he is he... not 2.0. I have been here. I am No, I'm not going to say I'm better. He
0: um he, he he sent me he he told me that he's working on or, Well, he, he's already he's already showed me what it is and I want to make it a big surprise. So we'll, we'll we'll be we'll do the big reveal next week's what we'll do so. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Quick BlizzCon predictions from me, because I want to make it public and official. Uh, Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, but I don't think it'll be Overwatch 2. I think that they'll announce a PvE Overwatch version that'll kind of integrate into existing Overwatch. But it'll be like Uh. a full-blown kind of expansion. Uh, Warcraft expansion will be announced. I know these things have already leaked, and I'm predicting a new IP will be made public. Or maybe not a new IP, but maybe a new game. I think that they're gonna. I think I think it's time for them to do a new game. They have no plans with StarCraft universe. I think that we're gonna see something out of that. Even though we have already, they've already kind of canceled their. I think it was called the Ares project with that uh, Battlefront style Star Wars game. I think that they have something special planned uh, for us. And uh, I know Blizzard's been kind of in the news recently, and and they've done some shitty things. As a company, but I I genuinely feel like they uh, will write and have write at the ship to some extent, and um, I hope that they um, I hope that they remember their roots as a company. And if they if they don't, then they might be losing my business. So we'll see how that goes. But I don't have anything else for this week, man. Um, it's kind of a slow news week, and um, yeah. With Halloween tomorrow and uh, some other things I got cooking, and cooking, I just wanted to go through. Just want to do a quick little episode here. So,
1: Ty, they do have the Halloween lights. They also have a f- cool few new bubble heads. Uh, those bubble heads look pretty really awesome. Um, as far as the BlizzCon stuff goes, uh, they had better announced Diablo Four. I don't care about Overwatch Two. Uh, as far as new programs go, like, I remember hearing something about their FPS MMO, if that makes sense. Uh, but they haven't announced anything since, like, whatever. And, uh yeah, I've kind of given up hope on that, but they better announce Diablo 4.
0: Yeah, um, on a sidebar here, if they announce Diablo 4, I will... Uh... I think that they will announce it. I really do. That being said, I want to leave enough room because I really thought they were going to announce it last year. Like, I really did. Um, I don't think... And and I'm not talking about their mobile horseshit thing that they announced. I think that... I I think that whatever Diablo 4 is, it won't be our typical Diablo game. Um, I think... Because... Okay. Say what you want to about Blizzard. One thing that they are are moneyists. They love money. They Uh love it. They love money. And I don't think they do anything with the aspect of we're trying to ruin a game or we're trying to make anything bad. I think they do everything with the aspect of how can we make the most money out of this, which is kind of how game developers should be making money or should Uh be making games. Because let's be honest now, that's what they are there for. They make they make money and all the little side things along it are designed to make money as well. So, with all this being said, um, Blizzard um, would not necessarily do something that would directly hurt them in the long run as far as money goes. One thing Blizzard is good at is that they play the long game. They, they, I know that they made some bad decisions recently, I feel like, but I feel like that they are playing the long game. I feel like that they're hurting themselves now to play the long That They're thinking further ahead. I hope so. I really do. But maybe they aren't. I don't know. Anyway, all of that just to say that um, Diablo doesn't make them money right now. It's the only thing in their cat, the only thing in their uh, launcher that doesn't have a source of income somehow. And I know that bothers them. And some people say StarCraft Two. Well, they have the little. Uh, voice packs, or whatever that they can release uh, that you can buy in there. So, whatever Diablo 4 is, there will be some sort of way to monetize it. And I don't know what that looks like. Uh, and I'm not sure that they know what it looks like. I feel like that they're kind of, I feel like they started with loot boxes and they kind of sit around and go, well, the industry is kind of getting away from loot boxes because of, you know, Battlefront uh, our Star Wars Battlefront 2 and all that. So we're gonna hold off for a little bit and not do loot boxes. I think they're might be looking at battle passes or maybe you pay for like you get four heroes to choose from and you gotta buy the other eight or something, you know. I don't know. But uh I think that whatever it is, there will be some source of income that you have to buy separate. So
1: uh-huh. uh, I mean that sounds about good though. Like Um because loot boxes, I think, are going the way of just whatever. Like people don't like them, so that's how it is. And uh, I think that within that is, Go I ahead. think
0: I think that within five years, loot boxes will be out of all games.
1: Oh, I don't think it will even take that long.
0: Yeah, I mean, there might be some. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some some holdouts here or there, but I think by and large, loot boxes will be gone. So.
1: Anyway, you got anything else for us, Bub? Uh, I mean as far as I'm concerned, like I just I I really hope they announced Diablo 4. I could like I don't get me wrong, I loved the first Overwatch for like a long time, but just kind of fell out of place with it. And uh I don't know, hearing Overwatch 2 having a PvE mode, I'm kind of kind of excited about that, but at the same time, like eh. Um well, kind of
0: kind of the rumors surrounding that are basically it's going to be a Destiny style looter shooter which
1: uh, kind uh, of
0: it 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 kind of intrigues me like I I wouldn't mind seeing Blizzard's take on a looter shooter because something Blizzard has historically done they're not very good at coming up with their own uh things but what they're really good at is taking someone else's idea and making it better. Uh they took the MMO idea and made it better. They took the uh, the uh, uh, the card game stuff and made it better. Now I'm not a real big Hearthstone fan, but that is a good card game. They took the uh, Dota game, which I know started in their backyard with Warcraft 3 mods and stuff, but they took that and then made it better with uh, Heroes. And I still think Heroes is the is the better. Uh, what are those called? Not Dota Mobus. style? Mobas? Thank you. I, I still think Heroes is the better MOBA. Um, I'm, I'm not a real big fan of League. I like the game, but it's there's a lot of stuff in there I just don't like. And I like to watch Dota 2. I don't like to play Dota 2. Like, I always watch the International, but I don't like to play it. I have no desire to play it.
1: I uh, think I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, like, I used to play MOBAs super hard, but as I've gotten older, it's just no. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't really care about them anymore. Like, that's my whole thing. Uh, but, yeah, the, I mean, Blizzard's done a lot of wonderful things. Uh, I think a lot of people were just disappointed within the past few years because of the announcement of Diallo Mobile versus PC games. Yeah.
0: Not to but, mention, um, you know, the layoffs and the whole Blitzchung thing. and, and Yeah. And, and don't you know, all that stuff's, you know, bad, but... Uh, and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to like overtly defend Blizzard because I feel like what they did was definitely wrong and they should have handled it differently. All that being said, uh, let's not forget that China is the bad guy, not. I mean, Blizzard's just a capitalist company trying to make money. You know, uh, I don't agree. I don't think they handled it right, but they're just trying to make money. That's all
1: they're trying well, to. Well, it's it's still all a matter of perspective, and uh, yeah. we got to keep that in mind. So let's not delve too deep into that and uh i guess uh i'll just end it with uh make sure you follow us on twitter at loose screws ed and don't fly without a rebuy
0: always emails with the questions loose screws questions at com, and um i think that's all we got man
1: Happy Halloween.
0: Ooh, that's spooky. 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 Spooky.